well, 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 well. Bonjour. Bonjour, 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 bonjour. Bonjour, c'est mu, vétoire. C'est je te pogrette que t'es mon gêner, vont tengo zemongo. J'ai les cheese dusty podcast. Welcome in your day, vent, jet, martin, t'es mal rat. Rat! Anyway, I don't speak French. What's happening, guys? It's me. It's me. I'm back, finally. I'm doing another one. Can you believe it? I haven't been here for so long. Madness, 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 madness. It has been, how long has it been? It's been like weeks, hasn't it? I think it has been. I think it's been flipping weeks, dude. Weeks. Um, I'm actually trying to see when last I made one. Oh, so it was so long ago. Okay, it doesn't matter. I'm back. It has been a hectic couple of days, a hectic couple of weeks, but things... Things are looking pretty good, boys. Things are looking pretty good, boys. Okay, I'm just gonna put my computer on Do Not Disturb so that it doesn't bug anybody. Okay, guys. Number one, first thing, I have found a job, which feels good. And I haven't only found a job, I found a nice job. Like I was able to find a job if I wanted to, I could do like a bunch of stuff, but I held out and I found a really good job with a really good company and it feels nice. Oh my word. I feel like a new man. I feel like things have just transformed. It makes a difference. Honestly, it makes a difference in life if you have a job and it makes a difference in life if you have a good job. I firmly believe that it is the truth. You know, I was, I was busy watching this documentary last night about these British people on tax benefits. And what it is, pretty self-explanatory, it's a load of people, probably my age or older, some of them were about 32, 33, you know, with a kid and they were on tax benefits. No job, nothing, nothing like that. They were literally just going to the tax office once a week, picking up something like, I don't know, 60 pounds, 80 pounds a week. And, you know, they weren't doing anything for it. And that's obviously all tax free. You know, that's what they get in. And then they just go home. And they'd just sit at home and they'd watch some TV and they'd order McDonald's and they'd play with their baby and they'd talk about having another kid. And then some of them were quite happy about the fact that they're on tax benefits, completely unapologetic, just going, you know what, I'm gonna do this. It's my right as a human being. I should be allowed to do it if I wanna do it. I mean, there was this other lady who is known as the doll queen, because in the UK they call it the doll, D-O-L-E. And she has 11 kids. 11? 11 kids, dude! I always think to myself, like, damn. They obviously don't have, like, a TV or anything. Because they do nothing else but make children. And 
she was getting something like 900 pounds a week because of four little kids, you know? And she was like, I don't care. I don't care if anybody complains. It's my right. It's my right as, as a British citizen in this country to have as many kids as I like. There's kids, there's people with more kids than me. Who, who are, why aren't they getting complaining? No, there's probably not. There's probably not one person in this world who's got more than 11 kids. There probably is. I'm, I'm just, I'm just teasing. You know, there's probably like, I've, I've heard of families that have like 24 kids. Just fucking mad. Mad! Honestly, dude, go buy a PlayStation. You know? Um, and she was, this woman was so happy. She was so comfortable with the idea of, you know, just taking tax money, not working a day in her life. And she had not had a job in something like 25 years. I kid you not. And people were livid because she was making, you know, because she wasn't getting taxed on anything that she makes. Remember that? She was getting the equivalent of about, maybe about 70,000 pounds a year. Now, okay, think about that. That's 70,000 pounds a year that she's bringing in as an income. Secondly, all of her rent, Water, electricity, all that sort of shit is paid for. So they estimated that for someone to be getting the same sort of financial remuneration that she is, they would have to be earning something like £130,000 a year. The average salary in the United Kingdom is £28,000 a year. So she was earning you know, after tax, the equivalent of what a business owner, a CEO man would be getting. It was crazy, dude. And this woman was so ungrateful. It's the one thing that I will never, ever, ever be able to comprehend, understand, and support. is people who are ungrateful for getting something for nothing. Now, I had a conversation on Reddit a couple of weeks ago with this guy. And it was hardly a conversation. It was, I was just, I was a bit angry at this man. Because I, I went on Reddit and this guy commented and he said, fuck the Australian government. And I got a little bit intrigued and I was like, I wonder why. You know, I've been in Australia now for about a year. And I've got nothing but good things to say about the Australian government. Remember something, friends. I'm from South Africa. We've got a fucked up government. We've got a horrible government. We've got a government that has literally crippled, crippled the people and the economy down to its knees. <laughs> I'm screaming because I'm trying to see if I could be, I think I could be a pretty good politician one day. Anyway. So this guy comments and he goes, fuck the Australian government. I'm thinking to myself, okay, let me just go read about it. And I go into this guy's post and this is what he said. Fuck the Australian government. They treat us like shit. I'm so sick of my JobKeeper payment because it's bullshit. It is not nearly enough to cover my expenses. I get $600 a week which does barely cover my rent, my car, my medicine, 
and any of my other expenses. The Australian government is a fucking joke. This is what the guy said. Okay, I'm not reading it. I'm trying to remember it. But that's what he said. Does this guy get something like $600 a week or $600 every two weeks? And he said, the Australian government is a joke. And I lost my shit. You know why? You know why? Because I went into this guy's profile. And he's 33 or 34. Doesn't have a job. He has never had a job. He's completely unemployed. That's why he's on something called JobKeeper or JobSeeker. One of the two. It's kind of how the Australian government pays the unemployed. Now, I was going through this guy's post history. And he posts on subreddits such as RuneScape, I think it was, or Hearthstone. And he was commenting on the Samsung subreddit. And he was talking about how he's just bought a brand new Samsung Galaxy S10, whatever it was. And he was commenting on Hearthstone about how he's been playing on his phone and how can he get this and how can he sort that out because he doesn't have enough gems, whatever the fuck he was talking about. And I just, I, I just couldn't believe it. I just thought to myself, are you kidding me? Here's a man who's 34 years old. He doesn't work. He spends his money on cigarettes and cell phones and an app. Oh yeah, because that's what he was talking about as well, was all the cigarettes, how he's had to cut down, how he used to spend $300, wait, no, $400, I'm wrong, $400 a month on cigarettes, but he's now been forced to cut down to $80 a month. And he's pissed. So here's a guy who's 34, he's got no job, he spends his money on cigarettes, cell phones, and an app. He's 34, doesn't want to work, because there are jobs out there. There are lots of jobs out there. Yeah, there's shitty jobs, but there's jobs out there. That's why I'll never sit on my ass and just put my hand out and go, give me, give me, give me. Because there's people that do do that shit. Now here's someone who's 34, he is like that, and he has the nerve, the nerve, to turn around, point his middle finger at the Australian government and go, I'm smoking the taxpayer's money away, but fuck you, it isn't enough. Are you kidding me? How dare you? How dare you, dude? Man, it makes me angry. People who are entitled, who get given things for just sitting on their ass and then to still be ungrateful for that? For this man to go, my free money isn't, isn't enough. I want more free money. I want more free money. While I sit on my ass, scratch my balls, and play on my phone. Oh man, it made me so angry. I'm probably going. I'm probably going to go and delete um, the posts that I posted towards him because, um, you know, I don't. I don't. You know, if if there's ever anybody who listens to this and they saw that, then they'll know that it was me. Because it's pretty no easy to know who I am from the podcast. But I don't want my Reddit account getting involved with this. Anyway. So I watched that documentary last night about these people who are on the doll. And you know, there's like one or two of them that's 
a bit ashamed and they feel bad and they go, oh, I don't like it, but there's no work out there. You know, there was one guy that was like, oh, I don't want to be on the dole, but it's all the immigrants that are taking, taking our jobs. You know, and I mean, that's an entirely different kettle of fish to go into, you know. But then there was also, you know, there was a few of them who genuinely did not want to be on the dole, who genuinely just used it as a way to just keep themselves, tied themselves over until they're able to find a job, which I think is totally fair, you know. And people can be very grateful that that's there. You know, South Africa doesn't have that. South Africa had, I think when coronavirus just hit, the South African government announced that they were going to give 350 Rand to each of their citizens. Now, I don't know one person who actually got that money yet. They claim that it's still being paid out. But now, just as the United States gave a little $1,200 cash injection to each one of their citizens, the South African government tried to do the same. The only problem is that 350 Rand, let me type in 350 Azar to AUD, is $28. $28. So the South African government gave their nation $28 each you know but now it sounds like I'm saying oh but they got to give it something for nothing Sheldon why are you complaining you literally just spoke about this guy no because the South African government is incredibly corrupt the politicians are amongst the highest paid politicians in the world which is very true the South African politicians our presidents our ministers our governing boards of people are genuinely considered to be in the top five highest paid politicians in the world. Number one. Number two. Our economy has been bled dry by corruption. The amount of people. Excuse me. The amount of politicians who have stolen money from the South African people and from the government by just having hidden purchases, hidden transfers, etc., etc., and then it comes out years later. We've had billions, billions worth of Australian dollars or American dollars, whatever you even want to look at it. We've had the equivalent of billions of that stolen from the people over the years with much more happening right now Austra uh, south african politicians cutting their own checks telling themselves how much they can get paid despite the fact that the south african economy is dwindling and has been in the worst position it ever has been are you kidding me but you're paying yourself among the highest in the world Oh man, I can't, I can't deal with, I can't talk about these things because it just, it really, really, really riles me up. So I'm trying a bit of a new setup now. I'm not so close to the mic. I don't know how this is going to sound. I can hear a little bit of, a bit of an echo. The audio on this might sound really terrible. It might sound good. I personally don't know if it's going to, 
you know, I'll have to find out once this whole thing has been edited and posted online. Anyway, so listen, we haven't really had any sort of traction on Cheese Toasty. Not a big deal. I don't care. This is for me. This is to do that, you know, have a little bit of fun with. I'm pretty sure next year by this time, hopefully we'll have like 10 listeners, you know, I don't know. But the problem is, you know, I, I also, I've been skimping myself a little bit because it's kind of weird making a podcast because you'll, you'll sit down and you'll think to yourself, oh, what am I going to make a podcast about? Oh, do I really have much to say? And But I mean, the last 15 minutes, however long it's been, um, that was completely unplanned. You know, I just, so I think I'm just going to give it a shot. I'm just going to pop the microphone on every now and then and just go for it, you know, and just see where it takes me. Anyway, so guys, I hope you guys have been doing well. I've been keeping very well. I've managed to find myself a very, very good job. I'm very happy. I'm going to work super hard and I'm going to make that moolah, baby. Baby. Hey, I wonder if South Park's coming back on, the, on TV. South Park. I've been totally binging South Park lately. I managed to find the DVD rips of all of the South Park seasons from like seasons two to, you know, 20, which is quite cool, you know, to watch season two in complete beautiful 720p. Very, very nice. Okay, um, let's see. What do I have to talk to you fellas about today? Okay, so number one, I wonder if there's been any news on the PS5, my boys. Huh? PS5 has been awfully quiet. What's happening with the PS5? Let's see, PS5, any news? Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 for PlayStation 4 coming out, like, soon, I guess. Um... I'm not going to buy that. Skateboard games, dude. Play skateboard games. I don't know. I kind of like, I never got into it when I was a kid, but I played very specific games. I think one episode that I'm going to do is I'm pretty much just going to have, um, I'm just going to maybe go through some of my old video games. I mean, it's going to be a total just me episode. I'm going to go through my PS1 video games, PS2 video games, PS3, PS4. And it's going to be a little recollection of my life. At least from a video game perspective, based around a video game dialogue. So we'll see how that comes out. You know, maybe when things get really bored and I've really run out of ideas. Because at the moment, all I do is I just think, I just kind of like gauge what's been happening and then, you know, run from there. Let's see, PS5 uh, spin-off Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales is a complete story. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> Why is that news, dude? Why the hell is that news? Oh, excuse me, guys. This, um, this, this, this game that we're releasing for this upcoming hugely anticipated console, it's going to be a complete story. <laughs> yeah, dude. Anyway, so whatever that means, it's a complete story. I do want to get the... Um, like, I, I, like, I, I want to get a PlayStation 5 when it's appropriate. I think it's going to be a little bit silly to get one straight off the bat because it's going to be very pricey. Games are going to be through the roof. So I'm thinking about possibly getting a PS4 Pro around about December time if I've got some cash together. I don't know why I just said together like that. Together. But we'll see if that happens. I mean, I think that, you know, once the PS5 is released, PS4, I mean, I would like to think that the PS4 Pro is going to kind of dip in price, but it's probably not. It's going to dip by like 10 bucks. 
So I want to get the Spider-Man game for PS4. It does look pretty cool. Okay, so new PS5 report has PlayStation fans very worried about underpowered console. Ugh, whatever. How the Xbox Series X and PS5 launch titles stack up against last gen. See what that's about. Maybe that'll be a good little talking point here. Uh, Halo Infinite. Here we go. Okay, so the games. Okay. Here's what's coming when the Xbox Series X arrives in November. Scorn, The Medium, Tetris Effect, Connected, and Gears Tactics. Okay. Well, that sounds really stupid. That sounds pretty boring. I've seen gameplay of Scorn, and it looks fucking weird as hell. So I don't know if I am too excited about any of those. Gears Tactics? Are you telling me people have been waiting so long for a new Gears of Wars game for it to be a strategy bird's eye view thing? Come on, dude. Nobody wants that. Anyway, let's see. So PlayStation 5, we've got Oddworld, Soulstorm, Worms Rumble, Godfall, <laughs> Deathloop, Bug Snacks. And Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Okay, honestly, you know, none of those really sound super interesting to me. What about World Worms Rumble? I just want to Google that and see if that looks pretty cool. I used to love playing Worms. Worms Rumble gameplay. Okay, here's four, here's 11 minutes of gameplay. I'm just going to look at it, see what it's like. See if there's anything cool regards to it. So it's, it looks pretty, it's, I think it's like 2.5D. You know, I mean, the, the original Worms was 2D. And then it branched out into Worms 3D, which was pretty cool. I loved Worms 3D. Worms is a very cool concept. The more I think about it, the cooler it sounds. You know, I used to play it a lot. I had a friend who I would play the original with. And then I bought Worms 3D and I really loved it. So this looks pretty cool. Honestly, that looks really, really fun. Spider-Man Miles Morales, Bug Snacks. I saw Bug Snacks. It's a little gameplay trailer for that, which looks kind of cool. It's uh, oh, it's the island where everything's food. It looks, it looks charming, I guess. I don't know how it's gonna be though. Anyway, so the rest of the the rest of the article just talks about. PS5 launch titles versus PS4 launch titles. Whatever, dude. I don't want to talk about that shit. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Okay. So I wrote down the words best concerts. Rammstein. And I wrote down Jared Leto and Camp Mars. What should I talk about first? So I think under best concerts, I wanted to discuss Rammstein and how Rammstein is concerning concerts. But then I also wanted to kind of segue into 30 Seconds to Mars because I went, that's one of my best concerts, if not the only concert I've ever seen. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to talk about best concerts first. So I've really been getting into a lot of live performance and stuff like that lately. I don't know what it is, but I think there's nothing more powerful and more enjoyable and more fun to watch Basically just impressive concerts. I like to see impressive concerts. I think everybody likes to see impressive concerts. 
So one of the most impressive concerts I've ever seen, not face to face, not live, was Rammstein. Rammstein. Yeah, nine. Rammstein. I think they're pretty cool. Um, I don't like their music, to be honest. They're a little bit too hard for me. You know, when I was a kid, I used to listen to hard music. I used to listen to things like Bullet for My Valentine and um, Demon Hunter and I think a little bit of Slipknot. I think I listened to like a little bit of Slipknot. I mean, I still listen to Slipknot here and there because they're good. You know, Slipknot's pretty damn fine. But, you know, to I don't know how that's people's favorite brand of music. It's just, oh, it's too much. It's way too much. You know, people who listen to death metal and all that sort of crazy shit. It's like, dude, 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 calm down, son, please. You don't, you don't, you don't need to get so, you know, so angry so quick. Chill out, my boy, please, 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 please. But Rammstein's pretty cool. You know, as I said, I think Rammstein's pretty badass. You know, I can respect what they do. But the one thing that's really good about them is they have got really freaking sweet stage visuals. They've got the most badass, intricate, flame-ridden stage visuals, boy. Rammstein doesn't mess around, my dude. They like to go hard. And they've got these crazy cool intros where it's nice and quiet and then slowly... And then, you know, when the guitar players come out, then they just, it's just crazy visuals and You know, so I'd love to go and see a really high budget Ramstein performance. Whether I will, we'll see. You know, I don't know if a lot of bands like to tour Australia and if they do, I think they only go to like Sydney and Melbourne, whatever. I know that Post Malone was in Brisbane about two weeks before I arrived. And I so badly wanted to go watch him. I, I think he was still on his, um, I think it was, it was on the last little leg of his Beer Bongs and Bentleys tour. You know, because it's good to see, you know, to see artists when they're still at that level. When they're still big, but they're not massive yet. Because Post Malone is bigger than ever now. You know, Posty's reached that point. Posty, he's flying. Posty's up there, man. But good job, he deserves it. So I'm trying to see, you know, what was the, some of the best concerts I've ever been to? I don't know, I haven't been to a lot. I went to go watch a band called The Script. You guys know who that is, that, that, that's, that, that, that English band who just sing about love. <laughs> but they were good. I thought they were pretty cool. They put on a really, really good show. And I went to go and watch Brian Adams, which sucked. Just because I, uh, he's too old for me, dude. I was like 14. What 14 year old goes to watch Brian Adams? My mom made me, my mom made me go. You know? I mean, he's okay. It's just somebody mentioned something about him. It was like, he's trying so hard to be Bruce Springsteen, but he just, he's not going to be. Anyway, so that was okay. And I went to go watch 30 Seconds to Mars twice. I went the first time, I took a friend, I was young, I was about 15, and I saved up so much money 
so much money. Tickets were, I think, 850 Rand about 10 years ago, which is the equivalent now to about 1,100, 1,200, which is the equivalent of about $150 Australian or $130 American. And I saved up so that I could pay for me and my friend both to go and see 30 Seconds to Mars. And we did. I saved up for a long time. I asked my mom to buy me the tickets. You know, I thought, man, I'm taking this friend of mine. It's going to be cool. He kind of liked it, I guess. Um, you know, then we went to McDonald's. He didn't even buy me a McDonald's burger after we finished. He was such a cheap ass. And then the next year for my birthday, he didn't give me anything. Nothing, dude, which makes it makes me sound like a dick because it sounds like I wanted, you know, some sort of thank you. But imagine that, you know, imagine being 14, saving up for months. And I saved up for about three months to buy those tickets because I was I was I wasn't a rich kid by any means. You know, I grew up below middle class. And then for, you know, just for this dude to <laughs> whatever, man. And then I went to go and watch 30 Seconds to Mars again. I took my girlfriend and uh, it was pretty cool. We had Golden Circle standing. I mean, um, do you, I don't know if you guys know what that is, but that means we're right in front. So how it works is this, it's the stage and then directly in front of the stage is the Golden Circle. And then behind them, general standing. And then behind them are the seats, you know. And my girlfriend and I were like, oh, do, 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 do. gotta go watch 30 Seconds to Mars. She didn't even like them that much. I think, oh, what album was released? Was it, I think it was Love, Lust, Faith and Dreams, wasn't it? Love, no, I mean, what a stupid name for an album. Love, Lust, Faith and Dreams. Oh, dude, relax, man, chill. Love, Lust, Faith and Dreams. You know, they are like, relax, dude. Why are you even giving it all these philosophical sort of, sort of names? Oh, love, lust, faith, and dreams. Oh. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that we went to go watch them during their Love, Lust, Faith, and Dreams tour. Yes! Because the first one I went to was not when they had the, um, the This Is War tour. Oh, that was a cool album, dude. This is War is probably one of the best, best albums. I mean, the artwork, the, um, oh, dude, Night of the Hunter. Oh, man, what a good, what, honestly, what an amazing, amazing album. I thought that Love, Lies, Faith, and Dreams is also pretty cool. You know, it was, I mean, it was a good album. It wasn't amazing, but it was still, it was, it was released at the time in my life where I was in high school. I felt so alive and I used to listen to this album and it just used to just make me feel so ready. I don't know if that makes sense. Those are some good days, guys. Those are some good days. Anyway, so we went to go watch 30 Seconds to Mars, Love, Lost Faith and Dreams. We were right in front and Jared Leto was right in front of us. He's pretty small. He's, he's pretty, he's honestly, he's really short. I mean, he was at least like, you know, 39 or something or 38 when we went to go watch him. And dude was jacked, bro. He was ripped and 
You know, I mean, that's what you do and all, you know, I mean, that's what you look like when all you do is, you know, have sex and do cocaine, I guess. Well, that's kind of rude. I shouldn't say that. But it's true. No, actually, it's not. I don't know what I'm saying. But it was fun. It was cool. It was a good experience. Um, you know, it isn't for everybody. That sort of crazy compression, you know, because you're in front. You can't go pee. Because if you leave there, it's not a case of you can tell people, oh, I'm just going to go pee, I'll be right back. There's about 80 people literally behind you in any direction. So you're going to have to push through all of them, go pee, and then come back. And try and squeeze through them. And everybody's like, no, dude, don't come and stand in front of me. So it's, um, it's fun. I actually don't even know what we did. I just think you just don't pee. I mean, that's all it is, isn't it? But it was pretty cool. It was, you know, they were pretty badass. They had this cool thing right at the end where they get all the audience members to come up on stage. And they sing. I think they always finish off with kings and queens. It's because it's symbolic. But it was fun. It was really, really nice. Anyway, so I wanted to just kind of use that as a really quick getaway into Jared Leto and Camp Mars. Have you guys heard about this? That's madness. It's these crazy expensive things. Let me see what the Camp Mars price, um, let me see. Camp Mars pricing tiers. From raging success to what? 30 seconds to Mars. From raging success to fan exploitative mess. <laughs> no, I didn't, oh, maybe. God, dude, Jared Leto is trying so hard to look like a holy man. It is no joke. Dude's lived though. Dude has lived. I can never take that away from him. So he's taking some miles, started a cult. Well, I don't know what the pricing is, bear. Here we go. Okay, Jared Leto has his own Firefest-like cult. And no, we are not joking. All right. And then there's this tweet of uh, Jared Leto and he is he's trying to look like some sort of holy man he sat on this chair talking to this room full of people wearing white this guy is not any sort of messiah what are you people worshiping him for what are you sat in a corner what are you sat around listening listen to every word he says because he's not performing he's talking he's talking why are you people so interested in this guy because he's famous that's ridiculous that's ridiculous. He's by no means some sort of super intelligent human being. He's just really fucking good looking, everybody. What are you worshipping this man for? Oh, the world we live in today. It's pretty nuts. Oh, where's my where's my garage band? Okay, let's see. Where was I? Okay, so I'm busy talking anyway about how much it costs. Let's see. Mm. How much does it cost to join Jared Leto's cult? The starter package starts at $995, which doesn't include travel. And it goes up to six and a half thousand, which is the highest tier. If you go with this package, you get an exclusive VIP experience with Jared himself. The event, which is located in Croatia, is happening from August 21st to August 24th, 2020. That's now. At the next, uh, it's, it's like in a week's time, but it's, it's probably been cancelled. 
But well, it, might, it might not have been. You know, I don't know. I don't know if um, coronavirus is currently ravaging Croatia. I remember he came out. He was doing... Listen to this. So this was a tweet from Jared Leto after the world went into lockdown. Wow. 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. Walked out yesterday into a very different world. One that's been changed forever. Mind-blowing to say the least. I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe and catching up on what's going on. Oh, good, good. great, dude. Very cool. Very cool, Jared. Everybody gives a shit about what you have to say. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that. I hate people worshipping someone because he's been in a few movies. He's been on the telly. Oh, he sang a couple of songs with the guitars. Oh, he's been defamousing. Wow, we're all so interested in whatever you have to say, Jared Leto. Ridiculous. We need to stop doing this as human beings. You should see these photos. People are sat around him like he's some sort of god. Yes. Oh, Jared, please tell us more. Oh, tell us more about the time you were in France. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, and you had five beers. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, tell us another story. Wow. Ridiculous, man. Maybe I'm just negative. But it's pretty crazy. I have kind of read through this whole process of Camp Mars. And it's nuts, dude. It's this idea where it's supposed to be this magical getaway with the band. And all it is, is it's just Jared taking these bunch of rich people, going away to an island. I, I don't even want to say it. I, I, I don't even want to say it. But think about it. You know, Jared Leto, he's... 43 or something. How old is he? You know, he's been accused of Jared Leto age 48. Okay. You know, Jared Leto has been accused of doing things with underage girls like 16, 17. For some reason, nobody talks about it. Is it because he's handsome? Is it because he's good looking? Weird that. It's a little bit weird that. I mean, that's all it is. These just these chicks are just paying to go away with him. And they do things. Whatever, Jared. You enjoy yourself, my man. Anyway, I'm always done. One last thing. Uh, what did I write down? I wrote down the word Drake Bell from Drake and Josh. Apparently, he's been accused of physical and verbal abuse by his girlfriend. That's boring. I don't want to talk about that. Katy Perry's having a baby. Good for you, Katie. If you ever listen to this, good for you. Proud of you. Um, you know, if you guys do end up breaking up, you know where to reach me. If you're in Orlando, you know, don't make it work. And, you know, just um, pop me an email. Cheesetoastypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. <laughs> anyway, apparently Biden is honestly. Oh, Apple removes Fortnite from App Store after Epic Games uh, lowest cost of V Bucks. Okay, so as far as I know, Apple removed Fortnite from the App Store because Fortnite changed the method in which you can purchase V Bucks, which is the currency to use in Fortnite, by not having it go through the App Store anymore, 
the purchases, but by going directly through the Epic Games website, thus making it 30% cheaper because Apple demanded a 30% increase so that they could take 30% of whatever was going out for the V-Bucks. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of on all sides here. Number one, you know, if, if you completely created the software, you created the game, and you purely used, the, used Apple as a hosting service to just get your game out there, surely you should be entitled to eventually say, okay, we're going to do this now. But the thing is, yeah, then Apple's not making any more money. But Apple's not making a lot of money, you know, Apple's not making any money from other apps either. You know, I guess Apple makes their money from in-app purchases. But then in that vein, don't necessarily take this personal regressive stance against one developer because they've taken a constant cash flowing software away from you. Remove the whole concept of not making any money from any apps completely. Am I making sense? I don't know how I feel about this. And I know that my opinion doesn't really matter. I, I don't think Apple's going to contact me for a um, for a PR report, but just in case they do, you know, it's weird. You know, because if it wasn't for Apple, Fortnite would not be on so many phones, right? Right or you know, or did. Or was Fortnite big because, you know, of other factors? If you were able to download apps without the App Store, would Fortnite still be as big? Because Apple kind of restricts you. So they made the solution of saying, okay, yeah, Fortnite, you can come on the App Store. But they forced that by not allowing any third-party downloads if it's not through the App Store. So I don't know, dude. It's a bit nuts. Fortnite's a big thing. Can't believe it's still as big as it is. I think it's boring. Um, PUBG's pretty cool, Fortnite, whatever. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Joe Biden is actually picking up in the polls a little bit, which is weird. If he genuinely wins, I will be blown away. I will be absolutely flabbergasted if Joe Biden actually wins. Don't think he will. Um, you know, who do I want to win? Nobody, dude. They're all on the same team. You know, politics is a load of bullshit just to kind of convince people that I have a say. Whatever, guys. That's me. That's done. That's it. Cheese Toasty Podcast. Out for another week. You guys take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Don't forget to email me. Cheese Toasty Podcast at gmail.com. Especially if you're Katy Perry. Thank you.